Hello and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker and I'll be talking with you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. The concept of NoFap has become an online phenomenon with hundreds of thousands of articles and YouTube videos made dedicated to the topic. And I think this is brilliant. However, there is something that these articles and videos don't tell you about, and that's the darker side of NoFap. You see, there are some very serious side effects you can get from jumping into NoFap without being properly prepared. And that's something that I'm gonna tell you all about today. Okay, so if you don't know what NoFap is, where the hell have you been for the last five years? Seriously. But in 10 seconds or less, the NoFap movement is essentially about stopping masturbation so that you can lead a more healthy, happy, and socially functional life. Now, the science around NoFap is pretty sound and revolves largely around dopamine sensitivity. See, if you masturbate really often, then what happens is you become unsensitive to dopamine. That can leave you feeling depressed, demotivated, uninterested in going out socially. It can leave you with really low energy levels, tired all the time, and a whole list of other symptoms. And when you cease masturbating completely, your body can re-regulate its hormone levels and get your energy and motivation back. So what could possibly be bad about that? Everyone, stop masturbating right now, right? Well, dopamine is one of the core ingredients to pretty much every addiction that we know of. So dopamine is a key player in cocaine addiction, heroin addiction, alcohol addiction, gambling addiction, sex addiction. Uh, What other addictions are there? There's lots of addictions out there if you look for it. But dopamine is the key player in all of these addictions. And we have done a lot of research over the last six, seven decades on addiction. Now, there's a really famous experiment that's done with rats that you may have heard before, where they stick a rat in a cage and they give it cocaine-infused water. And what the rat will do is it will start to drink from the cocaine-infused water, drink from the cocaine-infused water, it'll start to habitually drink the cocaine-infused water, and it'll start to avoid eating, it'll start to avoid the opportunity to have sex with other rats, and it'll eventually die of like heart failure or malnutrition, right? Uh, and and this, this was originally our model for addiction. In other words, if I go out and I give lots of people lots of cocaine, they'll get addicted and their lives will be ruined. But over the decades, we've learned this is not, addiction isn't quite this simple. Now, there's a famous set of experiments that were done in the 70s known as the Rat Park Experiments. See, what they did was they looked at these original rats and what they noticed was that these rats had miserable lives, like really miserable, like they, they were isolated, they had really weird sleeping cycles, they had nothing to do to entertain themselves, like they were really downtrodden, miserable rats. And, They added cocaine into the mix and it was like the tinder that would light the downward spiral of cocaine addiction for these poor little rats, right? But when they created a rat utopia, which they called Rat Park, in other words, they gave the rats lots of things to do, lots of opportunities to socialize, lots of opportunities to be around rats of the opposite gender, to be around their families. And then they provided access to, um, I think it was cocaine, but don't quote me, I'd have to go back and have a look, but different drug infused waters. most rats, or very, very few rats ever became addicted to it. Most of them just went on with their normal lives and had a little bit or none of the drugs at all. 
Which rats did from Rat Utopia? Well, occasionally when there were rats that were picked on, rats who had deformities, um, rats who were right at the bottom of the pile and couldn't seem to get anywhere in, in their little rat communities at all, those rats were turning to cocaine use. That's what was so fascinating about Rat Park. And what that showed us was that people who are happy, who have happy, full, well-adjusted lives, um, don't generally get addicted to things things in general, right? Because addictions are more or less all the same. If you're addicted to masturbating, if you masturbate a lot, then it's it's more or less the same as being hooked on another drug or a, a gambling or something else. So addictive behavior is, is predicated on the, the idea of having um, a very unhappy lifestyle or a lifestyle that creates stressors, frustrations that you aren't regulating appropriately through your lifestyle. And this does appear to play out in the real world. Of course, you can see that that people from um, from very underprivileged communities have the biggest drug problems. Of course, they're not just limited because, you know, uh, wealthy white people also have miserable lives sometimes too, and they turn to drugs to try to work on those lives. But, but by and large, we see that, that generally playing out. So why does this apply to NoFap? Well, first of all, if you are a guy who just masturbates from time to time because, hey, masturbation's fun and it feels good, then NoFap probably isn't going to help you one little bit. Why is this? Because it is very human and healthy human behavior to turn to, um, to, turn to a little dopamine fix here and there to regulate our moods, to help us feel better, right? To turn to chocolate now and again, to turn to food, pizza, friends. Um, you know, an exciting outing, doing something, you know, watching a great movie, it, that's very normal. But it's only when these behaviors become repetitive and start to damage our livelihood and damage our emotional space that these behaviors become unhealthy. So really addiction is a form of healthy behavior that's run amok and is now becoming really unhealthy for us. So if you just masturbate a little bit from time to time, like, you know, once a day, a few times a week, whatever, I doubt no, a NoFap is not going to do much for you. But if you are someone who masturbates a lot, right, multiple times a day, three or four times a day, over and over again, and that increases, especially when you're stressed and tense or feeling depressed, what that means is that you have actually used masturbation as a thing to get addicted to. Because you're trying to regulate your emotions by turning to dopamine hits. You're trying to get more dopamine, more dopamine, because every time you masturbate, you release dopamine. And so you've desensitized yourself massively to dopamine, but the drug you used was masturbation. So why this is dangerous is that what I see a lot, I see a couple of things happening a lot. If you turn to NoFap, you will, yes, you'll stop masturbating, but what will happen is you'll suddenly have a, a huge decrease in your dopamine levels. So you're going to start to feel depressed. You're going to start to feel really agitated. You're going to start to feel very dislocated and displaced um, and anxious probably. And the issue is that just going no fab is going to leave you with these feelings and you're going to seek to regulate it elsewhere. And so I've known a lot of guys have gone no, no fab only to suddenly become sex addicts or to start drinking a, a whole lot more or eating a whole lot more, suddenly get addicted to foods to try to medicate themselves or they get addicted to other drugs. And I've seen this quite a lot of times. This, this is the dark side to no fab that people don't talk about. So if you don't give up, you can just displace your addiction to something else. In fact, Famous example, Neil Strauss, the, the author of The Game, the book, famously he said he used to masturbate a huge amount as a younger guy. And then he got into the game and then he became a sex addict and wrote The Truth, a book about his battles with sex addiction, right? I mean, this is a very common pattern in the pickup industries as well. 
So you got to be really careful. So, so what do you do? Well, when you're going to get involved in NoFap, you need to understand that if I'm going to NoFap, I also need to focus on dealing with and finding coping strategies for the issues that come up. I need to learn to better regulate the stresses and things in my life that are causing me to turn to NoFap. Because you turn to NoFap, you started masturbating a lot as a way to cope with stress. So now you need another way to cope with the stresses in life or you're going to fail or turn to something else. That's what I'm this is, I guess, the danger of NoFap that is very infrequently talked about. Now, there are two things you can do which will rapidly speed up the process of regulating your hormone levels and getting your, your dopamine sensitivity back to baseline. Because in those, when you first start NoFap, you're very fragile. You're very, you know, um, um, prone to finding some other way to help yourself, right? You want to get those hormone levels regulated as quickly as possible because it isn't a fun experience. So two things I highly recommend. One is exercising. You got to start exercising a lot. If you're going to go no fat, replace your masturbation with running. Replace your masturbation with going to the gym. It's going to boost your self-esteem. It's going to make you feel better about yourself. But also, it's really going to help to regulate your hormone levels because when you exercise, your body produces really a whole a whole concoction of feel-good hormones. The other thing which I highly recommend is taking magnesium because magnesium is fantastic at helping to regulate hormone levels as well. So it's it's great for fostering the production of neurotransmitters like dopamine. Um, and so I, I found that the guys, clients of mine who have gone NoFap have really benefited a huge amount. So guys, yeah, I'm a huge advocate of the NoFap community. I think it's really fantastic idea. I think you just gotta be really careful. That's it, and thank you for watching today's podcast. As a high five for taking the time to learn today, you can head over to schoolofattraction.com forward slash personality test to complete our scientifically backed attraction personality test, which will help you uncover the areas you most need to work on based on your personality assessment. Take care, and I look forward to bringing you my next podcast.